Check this out, bro. What's that, pie, bro? I switched to Star Fireworks and got more. More savings on fireworks? Yeah, rebrotable. And more. Like low prices. More ways to save. Nice, Broman candle. That's not all, Pyroglyphics. Star has 500 gram cakes and fountains, too. Oh, that's a lot more. Oh, yeah. I'm all about more, Pyromaniac. Star Fireworks, Fargo, North Dakota. It's got great savings and a whole lot more. Private tutor, three of us in Cabo for a long weekend. Cabo San Lucas, where the Baja gets hot this time of year, except for the fishermen, they all disappear in Cabo. Cabo San Lucas. Pacific Coast great, tequila is too. I got it all going on, but I ain't got you in Cabo. Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, I know it sounds crazy, but I bought a guitar and I'm singing my songs downtown. I'm gonna make it up to you. I'm going to take you away for the weekend. I'll get a plane. We'll go to Cabo. We'll stay in Melbourne. I'm going to get you a nice lobster from Edith's. You guys got me thinking. Maybe we should do a little trip together. Hell yeah. Where to? Cabo San Lucas is beautiful this time. Hey, isn't it spring break? Well, I hope not. E would be real upset if he missed spring break. E always did appreciate a good old-fashioned wet t-shirt contest. Nah, he's gonna have a great time. Excuse me, can I have another shot of Patron? Oh, those puff of All right, get it in here. Cabo. Cabo. Hola, Pyros. Walking the streets doing that hola. Cabo Guabo is the Brigada de Fuegos Artificial. Recording live, face down, and kissing the ground from the Casa Star in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Y ahora, aquí están Johnny Star y Ronel Banquero. Lord Brian. 
this job all about? Fire. All right, John. Wow, that's one long intro. I feel sorry for the listeners. <laughs> well, Holy cow, I think but it's a great fast song, forward. though. Yeah, I can always fast forward. You just hit the 30 song. second button a few times and you're yeah. right there. Yeah, well, you asked for it last time. And so, uh, yeah, by the uh, by the entry, by the opening, you can hear we are in Cabo once again, the annual Super Bowl trip. We're back in Cabo. Yep, yep. the yep. good old and Super Bowl. All the guys showed up. A lot of fun. Do you even know what episode number this is? No, ninety something. Ninety. Ninety. This I knew it was ninety. 90. You are. You're pretty good. Uh, that's yeah. uh, for you. That's a. That's a. That's that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode ninety. We. I think we might be depending on how many we do. We might be. A, might be on a crash course to do one hundred at the NFA. That'll be wow. fun. That would be. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. At yeah. The yeah. NFA in September. Of at course. the NFA in September. Yeah. yeah not the one yeah. coming up. So yeah. But episode. Episode ninety, John. Um. I don't know. A little over. Uh, what do we got? Uh, I don't even know. Two thousand hours. I don't even know. It's it's crazy though. Yes. A lot of a lot of pyro. A lot of a lot of talks. A lot of passionate pyro. All that good stuff. So, episode ninety here in Cabo, and um, I, I got to say, you know, uh, I was at a speakeasy last night with you. I've never seen one of those before. I love it. It's a new speakeasy in Cabo San Lucas, La Botica. La Botica. I never, I mean, a, a speakeasy, we needed like a code to get in. Yes, and thank God I remembered it. <laughs> thank God you remembered it. But it's so weird. It's an unassuming building with just a little red light, and if you didn't know it, and it's in this exclusive resort that yeah. Ventana's. Um, I'm so happy they let people like us in there now. Well, yeah. They've it's kept us out <laughs> for years. Yeah, yeah, kind of like you're the kind of like the men's club downtown the, Chicago. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Exactly, they the men's club trying, downtown Chicago. You know, yeah, but it, and it's at that it was at that Ventana's, and it's so weird. And the band was great, and I mean, the place just oozed money. I think. Yeah. I mean, the people there were dressed impeccably. Uh, I think you needed like a bank statement and a Schedule E just to get in the joint, but yeah, it was there was some great wealth in there. I mean, yeah, it looked like it. They anyway. kept looking at us like, "What are these two hobos <laughs> doing in here?" But well, we had Dwayne with us. At, you know, low yeah. tide, you know, high tide rises all ships. He, yeah. he made us look better. Dwayne made us look better because he had yeah. to. You know, Dwayne is like a character in itself because he's got, <laughs> you know, he's like. Um, you know, see, actually, though, now that I think about it, Dwayne can pass for one of those guys in the club because he dresses so outrageous in all the rings that mm. you would assume that he has tons of money just because... Because he dresses how he, he wants. He dresses the way he wants. And, and, and But it's amazing the compliments he gets out on the street yeah. about his earrings. I mean, I don't have an earring. I don't have no. a ring. No. He looks like... I mean, he's got the Mr. T the Mr. T starter kit. Right. So he's got all kinds of funky stuff going on. But I think now that I realize that the people look at him and they're like, this guy must be a billionaire of a CEO of a company or something like that because he doesn't care how he dresses, what he wears. I think you would call him eccentric. Eccentric. Dress, He's eccentric like a Larry dresser. David almost. Uh, yes, yes. In fact, uh, Larry David had a Cabo episode just, just recently. I wish I would have had it in time. I could have put some more sound drops from wow. his show on here, but maybe for next time. But, yeah, I mean, um, you, you leave through a different door yeah. at the at the speakeasy. There's and, a few of these in Chicago, and I'm going to try them out. Because uh, they are, they're, to me, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, and, yeah uh, it, was a, just, it was a ball. Something different, and uh, it was really good. It was a ball, and it was at that Ventanas. And now, correct me if I'm wrong. Las Ventanas. Las Ventanas. Okay, I forgot the Las. What does Las mean? The. Yeah. Oh, cool. There you go. So, um, isn't uh, isn't the isn't Ventanas or Las Ventanas? Isn't this one of the Resorts with this uh, Eagles uh, Dewey Brothers thing. Isn't it supposed to be there? Yes. Uh, what is uh, Las Ventanas is one of the resorts that will be hosting 
rooms for the Eagles and Doobie Brothers concert. And I know you're excited about this thing. Why don't I'm you tell people I'm very excited about it because, you know, the Eagles is coming to my beach, which is nice. You're, it's your beach. Yeah, it's my it's, beach. I thought we cornered Owen Wilson on your beach, but this is more of your beach? Well, this is my beach because, you know, <laughs> I'm, a Cabo, I'm a Cabo resident. And there he's you coming, go. He's All coming right. to see me. I'm not coming to see him. So, uh-huh. so um, it's going to be May 23rd and 24th, Eagles and Doobie Brothers. And um, right now, Starfire Works is uh, in negotiations for doing the pyro for this great event. Okay. Well, and wow, that's I'm all huge. I'm excited about it. Yeah. So is it, it's an outdoor event, right? It's How are they going to do this? On the beach. Okay. And um, there's packages with all the local hotels. There's like 13 hotels you could stay at. Okay. And uh, packages are ranging from I think uh, lowest we saw were twenty six fifty per person, two thousand six hundred fifty dollars, and that's not pesos nah, per no. person to uh, an upwards of fifteen thousand dollars per night. Wow. Depending well, on where you want to stay on the corridor, and then that gives you uh-huh. entryway into to the, the Brothers and Eagles concert. Now you were the one that told me the Eagles do not do anything cheap. And no, I, I ticket guess, prices are very expensive. Yeah. Um, so I guess this is. Uh, I, I, it. I, you know, and I'm, I hope it all works out well, and you know, obviously, be glad to see it happen. How would you do that? Would you shoot the fireworks from a barge? I would, um, I would take it from yes, uh, yes, okay, out on the water. But it's got almost a fire festival feel to me. I, I don't. I, I, it, it seems highly unlikely that this will. I hope I'm wrong. Well, we all hope you're wrong because <laughs> we want to see star fireworks. I know, be a big I know, part of it. I know, but it just seems so far fetched that people would come all this way to see an Eagles concert and Doobie Brothers. But. Well, they come here to see Sammy Hagar, and that's not fake. Yeah, but that's not. People aren't paying. That's a thousand people fit in Cabo Wabo. That's yeah. it. But we've also heard. Sammy Hagar should do this thing on the beach because people are waiting in line. Yeah. They're waiting in line on the street to get in his little right. venue. There's more people that can actually can't even see the show that would come uh-huh. if they could get tickets and you know, and anyone get if they can get tickets easily without sleeping in the streets like our friend Louie. And now <laughs> we, we nicknamed him Babalu. Babalu, yeah, because we heard a song Babalu last night at the Speakeasy. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Babalu. That's, yeah, that's where we got the name Babalu got, now from. He, he's a Babalu. What was it? A large, uh, what was it? A man, a large man. What was a it? A large man. Um, you should have the thing on your phone. It was, uh, um, oh, I forgot the, the exact words. It, it was, was funny. And it really fit Louie. It did fit Louie. I don't have my phone with me. Oh, I got my Louis. phone here with me. Let's just so. see real quick here. Um, how did, so, um, how did you come, uh, when will you know more about the Eagles and the Dewey Brothers and the Pirates? Well, being that I'm the guy in the know, so we've been... You uh, are the guy in the yeah, know. Yeah, we've been really yeah. uh, working with... That's why I know it's going to happen. See, you're skeptical, but I'm talking with all the behind-the-scenes people. Yeah. So uh, back to that. A Babalu is a very sweet but foolish, usually large man. Now, if that okay. doesn't fit Louie... Uh, yeah, it could I fit half of the people Louis. you know. <laughs> uh, before Jonah Hill lost all that weight, he was a Babalu. Babalu, yeah, that makes sense, so, I guess. Um, like Babalu, a lovable loser, a hefty, lovable loser yeah, kind of guy. So, And then I could see... Where's Louie actually has a... You know, because Louie's always missing, so we always say, where's Louie? But I actually think right. that where's Babalu sounds even better. I like it. I do, too. Yeah. So that's his new nickname, Babalu. It was Sky Bacon. I like Sky Bacon, now we, too. I do like Sky Bacon. <laughs> and now we nicknamed him Babalu. Uh, all right. He was almost like a um, our buddy Babalu, or Big Louie. He was almost um, a candidate for the new Affleck commercial. The duck? The duck, you know, the insurance. Because yeah. uh, we told Louie. 
to light the fireplace outside. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, that was the funniest thing I ever he, saw. I mean, you know, he turns on the gas, and he's <laughs> and then he's got his then he's got his flashlight on his telephone. Yeah, and then he starts sparking a lighter, and the next thing you know, <laughs> Babalu goes flying back in a in a in a big powerful it blew the bricks off the I, fireplace you know I mean, yeah i mean i felt bad for him i mean he blew no, him back about that i did you I, laughed so hard you could I, we I felt breathe you yeah, and oscar you thought i was breathe. gonna die i but once i knew he was okay then i felt it was okay to laugh at his pain and misfortune you couldn't stop laughing <laughs> i could not and the way he i think he went downstairs to change his pants the way he, he tucked and rolled it was hilarious oh. but we said it would be funny if he like caught on fire and then just threw himself over the balcony when he could have <laughs> There's put a pool right here, in yeah. the pool. He could have just dove in the pool. Yeah. But yeah, but it, Babalu, that was... I could see Babalu going over the balcony and then starting the whole <laughs> the whole forest on fire below us. I oh, could see it. Now. <laughs> just, I saw the I saw, I was facing the other way and I saw the reflection of the fireball shooting out in your eyes and i just saw you and oscar your your faces were like and i turn around and i see louis on his butt like yeah. 20 feet from the fireplace he just he he gathered all that gas in there and he couldn't get the <laughs> the aiming flame to go and it just took him up oh man yeah that was uh, quite hilarious uh, yeah we're, we're well, glad bob will lose better though he's he's no bob pop joy because bob would have just he would have brushed that crap off he'd oh, be like yeah. ah that's nothing i've seen worse yeah. bob bob light stuff he, fireman he, he bob. temps fire to yeah. go up his up fireman his bob you know he puts yeah. out he puts out house fires with his foot that's right yeah, he fireman. stomps him out yeah fireman bob <laughs> puts him out with his foot so we got fireman bob and then we got we got igniter louie <laughs> <laughs> baba louie yeah, igniter baba baba louie. Louie. all right pyro john uh it's crazy there's a lot of information and disinformation i was talking to somebody at the bank the other day and they said that like they're shoveling a thousand people at a time into pits and burning them and there's not enough crematoriums to to take care of all the dead people in china um, and I, I know you talk to China all the time. I mean, well, we were out this morning doing work, and you were on the phone at least three or four times. So what what have you heard about this? Uh, I mean, the newest, latest thing, you know, there's explosions or this and that, but this, everybody's talking about this virus, the coronavirus. What What's, what's going to happen, and how's it going to... What have you heard lately, and then how would it affect fireworks? Well, what has been going on for the last three weeks, um, yeah, it's been about three weeks, maybe even a little bit longer, um, they basically people are told to stay indoors. So just everybody don't leave the house. Nobody, no leave, one leave nobody's leaving the house. <laughs> so they did their whole they did their whole festival, you know, for the, um, you know Chinese New Year. Pretty much nothing was going on. Everybody was stuck in their house. Okay. Very few people are working. The grocery stores are open, but only one uh, only the man is allowed to leave from the family every two days. Really? And he has to have paperwork on him to show that he, um, you know. Could should be out, you know, and um, all the roads are blocked leaving the towns. Uh, Wuhan, where it started, is not that far from Changsha, which is not that far from Luyang. And so Luyang is where all the fireworks are where made. Where most of the fireworks are made. <clears throat> There's only a few cases I heard in Luyang, but okay, everybody's staying indoors, and this is in all over China, Guangzhou, Hong Kong. Of course, they're back to work, but a lot of people are working from home. You know, streets. If you look at videos of the streets, nothing like when I'm in Hong Kong and you were in Hong Kong. So, yeah, it was uh, cra a crowded, yeah. crazy crowd. They now it's me, just desert. Yeah, deserted, they show huh? me videos of Changsha and. There's nobody even on the street driving, so um, it's very bad. The economy is the economy is suffering. I'm very surprised our economy is not uh, taking a, a effect. 
but it seems Trump, not to be Trump has enough. a Teflon effect on our he, economy. Yeah, he so. yeah he doesn't get the credit, but he really should for that. But he does. I'll he, give him credit for yeah, that. Yeah, he does okay. have um, you know Teflon. Don't tell effect. my father. I no, said that, yeah. I hope he listens to this podcast. <laughs> no, there's no chance. <laughs> but yeah, I was. Um, I mean, I feel bad for the people in China because nobody's uh, nobody's really working. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been cooped up in their houses for three weeks, mm-hmm. um, if not longer. And um, there's no cure yet. They're building these thousand bed hospitals in two weeks and 14, 15 days. We can't even get Comcast that fast in the United States. Right. You know, I showed you that little clip from that uh, comedian. He's like, I just want Comcast for my for my grandson, little Billy, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and then he says, OK, I'll be here waiting. Yeah, and that's true. Comcast, you know, it's, yeah, well, you know, it's two weeks and they're they're, they're building a, a thousand bed hospital in two weeks. We can't even get a permit. We can't get Comcast. We can't get. Nothing. But they also have a virus. Oh, you know what? We don't have. But a you virus. know what? Uh, if you look <coughs> it up, though, but and see, some of the people um, are saying there's a lot of media hype, too. Okay. You know, uh, people in Hong Kong are saying it's a well, lot of media hype. That's what I'm expecting you to clear up for us. So well, yeah. what is it? So, so the people you talk to haven't been affected by it. They haven't been. A, well, they're affected because well, they can't leave the house. No, 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 no. No one, as far as you know, has caught it or no, is no. affected with it. Okay. No. And, um, you know, we do know it's a disease that's transferred by people, which I thought all diseases were, to be honest with you. I by don't. animals sometimes. Yeah, that's true. So... Mm-hmm. Um, now they're recommending, you know, of course, the masks. And then um, they're also saying with the mask, stay two meters away. So right now we're about too close to each other. You should be at that end of the table and I should be at the other end of the table. Oh, okay. You know, if we were in China. I'll get a mask. Yeah, I'd get a mask too. A lot of people in the airport with masks. Yeah, and there was about 12 people on my airplane coming down with masks on. And that was three weeks ago or whatever it was, yeah. two weeks ago. So, yeah, there's a lot of different things going on. But um, coronavirus is bad. No cure yet in sight. Uh, hopefully the government feels by everyone staying indoors that the virus will then just dissipate and fall off. And, yeah, just... And, you know, be away. Wear itself out. Uh, hopefully that's the case. But there are, um, I think, um, they sent me something like 1,600, 1,600 of, of, uh, infected. But my point was, la- I looked it up. I mean, yeah, the, what I have here says over 1,700... But no, uh, virus been confirmed, bringing the total past 4,500. Okay, what yeah, I have. so 4,500. But That was a while how ago. How many deaths? 1,700 deaths or something like that? No, I don't know the deaths. Uh, I don't know the deaths. Uh, I had 25 deaths, but that was probably a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, so. I heard it's, in, I heard it's like 1,700. It's quite up there. So it is scary. And um, But when I Googled it, you know, there were 6,800 people died last year in this country from the flu. Yeah. Versus 144 people in China. So, and you know, China's got how many more billions of people than we do? And we're at 6,800. So I, I agree that this virus is bad, but maybe it is a little bit more media hype because we have 6,800 cases. Nobody even hears about them. Mm-hmm. But this is, but I guess this is, you know, what they call mass virus. So, so you're thinking it's more of a, a it, you're, you're leaning towards more of a fake news, oh, hyperbole type no, oversell. Uh, I'm taking it very serious, and I don't think it is uh, media hype. But according to what some of my friends tell me in Hong Kong, but the Chinese haven't really said that. I'm talking about the people in Hong Kong. Right. And they, this, that's the difference. They're starting to feel like this is just, a, a, a way too played out. 
Okay, so then next question is how does it affect fireworks? So uh, let's just say, example, I'm a new fireworks guy, relatively new. I was at NFA in September. I ordered a bunch of stuff. I don't go to China. I ordered a bunch of stuff. I was made a bunch of promises. You'll get this in, you'll get that in, and I'm I'm ready to go, and I'm, I got some you know, price lists out there. I got all this stuff going. Uh, what should I be worried about? Call me. <laughs> there you, you go. Are, <laughs> just, let I'm me right just, here. Let me just say to all you one-time wonders out there in the fireworks business. It's not and, easy. And you're going to do all this importing and China's telling you all these things. Let me just tell you something. You guys are all completely out of business this year. Because you really, you think so, huh? Well, I'm gonna give you, you know, I'm a numbers guy. So right now, despite the virus, we're looking at March 15th is maybe when the fireworks factories will open. And why is that? Is that because of the explosions? The explosions. Yeah, so it's like so, a double whammy. So we're looking at March 15th. We don't even know what's going to go on with the virus. If people are not allowed to work, that means factories are not going to be working either. Right. So even if factories do open up March 15th, even if the virus is done. Mm-hmm. Um, fireworks factories are not machined they're, they're done by hand yes. so uh, it's just like me driving a forklift in my warehouse in January I'm a little rusty so coming back to work March 15th after being off work for almost two months top speed production from people is not going to be up and running probably till end of March now you basically yeah. want your container on the water by May 15th, the latest, maybe because that gets it. you in June 15th, you know, maybe a couple of days, give or take. But still, most people want their fireworks before June 1st, if you're, especially well, if you're yeah. operating a store. Now, if you're operating a store that opens up on June 27th, well, then, you know, you're going to be scrambling, but whatever. Right. But if you want it in by June 1st, these fireworks had to ship out May 1st, and you're looking at, at factories opening up April First, so they have one month production time. Uh-huh. Um, let's just clear up the air. China's going to take care of the big customers first. They're not going to take care of the, oh, I want 15 cases, and you no. told me right. so. Yeah, yeah, they're going to take care of the uh, bread and butter. Most of the big companies are glomming up all of the stock. Like I went around and grabbed a bunch of stock. I've been doing that from, you know, uh, since May of last year because of the tariff increase. So I prepared for the right. tariff and then but it was uh, good insight because now this well, you're lucky is yeah has really happened. And so. let's not forget also too that the 4th of July is on a Friday this year which is which has a huge effect on yeah. sales. Yeah. 4th well. of July is on a Friday. We're going to be um, it's going to be busy. But there's going to be a lot of people. I think I heard uh, Jake's made an announcement that they're not going to do any of their drop shipment programs. Uh, if Jake's isn't doing it, none of the other companies are going to be able to do it. They're not going to be able to do it. You know, the drop shipment program's a lot of work when times are good, let alone now. So explain drop shipment. That means you order something, it comes right from China to your house, but yeah. you use Jake's or whoever as an intermediate. Yeah, you may use Jake's or you may use somebody else's um, intermediate uh, guy. But and in some cases, there's companies in China saying that they'll do it for you. Right. But. It's it's a lot of lot of work, and uh, we have a drop shipment program that runs completely differently. But um, the drop shipment program that most people promise is it's a lot of work, and it's not easy to do. And there's a lot of problems with it because people in China want to ship out 
multiple cases. They don't they don't want to send a container with right. fifty no, items. Right. On yeah. It. You've, fifty you've, different you've, items right. on it. And that's why you have your own warehouse out there, yeah. which we've talked so, about many times. So it's it's a lot different. But anyone waiting on one container from China to do their store, they they really better just worry about that for next year and they better start getting on the phone, mm-hmm. calling companies such as mine and start getting your orders in because right. as it gets closer to this March, April, May, there's going to be more and more customers and um, I'd say you better get your orders in now. And I'm not saying that as a business standpoint because I want to scare people. Uh, read the news. Yeah. And what I saw, uh, and I'm going to confirm it, because this was about a week ago, that they suspended all flights till April 24th. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. So that yeah. means that I might not even be going back to China in April, which is a very what, crucial trip for me. Yeah, you, <clears throat> that's so, a wild card for you because that's when you keep them honest. You yeah. You know what's coming in. So you you won't even be able to make the promises that you've made in the past because you don't know what's exactly. coming in. You can't take – a lot of times you've learned over the years you can't take them for their word, not that they're lying no. to you per se, but they, they, want, they just want to tell you what they – think you want to hear but at the end of the day you don't need a shipment on july 5th just not going to help no so um so we we've changed um a few things this year and um you know so and i've been you know i'm talking with china daily you know for hours on end every night um so i've even have a different plan and strategy even with this problem here and we've talked about it uh with my counterparts in china so um, you know, I'm in a very good spot right now, uh, but you know, all things can wear out. I mean, all things can run out, but you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to run out and replenish. It'll so. definitely be interesting at the, uh, spring expo, which is our next topic, uh, for the yes. NFA spring expo, March 2nd through 5th, Columbus, Georgia. It'll definitely be uh interesting expo. So if you haven't gotten, uh, your rooms or, or whatever, get on that. You'll want to get over there. Besides being somewhere warm, if you're in a cold climate, uh, just hang out with some some uh, fellow pyros and, and uh, you know, get the scoop and get the lowdown. So uh, some of the trade show booths, John, at the Expo this year. Um, here, Some of the big names, 76 Pro Line, uh, Super Fireworks, the Pyro Salesman, uh, Pyro Buy, Red Rhino Fireworks, uh, Dominator. I love Dominator. They always seem to have such. Nice, are they yeah. just? Are they uh, exclusive? One point three. Do they just do display or no? They do oh, commercial no, as well. Yeah, both. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of good booths and um, and then the um, the demos. Uh, we got demos. We got um, Spirit of seventy six, seventy six Pro Line, Dominator, Red Rhino, Southern Imports, Pyro Buy, Ping Yang. Zoomka, Super Fireworks, Texas Outlaw, and North Central Industry. So you got a got a lot of uh, a lot of uh, demos scheduled, and you got a lot of vendors. And you and I are planning to be there. We'll have a booth up, and we'll try and record some podcasts and talk to some people. Uh, yeah, our in the booth is going to be mainly uh, what just for the podcast, pretty right, much. Right. Uh, yeah, Star Fireworks is not doing a booth uh, at the Spring Festival, but I will be doing the announcing. So I'll be there, and we're going to have a booth for the uh, Fireworks Brigade. And then and we'll be talking to people. This will really be um, – this is an interest. It's going to be a really good convention. And I urge uh, a lot of people that may not go to the spring convention, they might want to go this year just to see if they can get some orders in with some of these fine companies. Right, um, especially with, with all the uncertainty we just discussed yes. two seconds and ago. And I honestly, I wish um, – 
you know, at, this is a time, uh, a tough time of year for us because we have a lot of stuff going on. But I honestly wish that we had a booth. Um, you know, a fire. I wish Star Fireworks had a booth there, but uh, but I feel a lot more better that I'm going to at least be there and I'll be seeing customers and you right. know, talking to people. So. Uh, you know, it's kind of two birds with one stone. So um, hopefully, uh, but we're going to see a lot of people. And uh, I do urge a lot of pe more people that may not make it. They might want to show up and see if they get some orders in or see some of them demos and just get that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be a good, it'll be a good event. And yeah. uh, see Steve and Nancy again, that'll yep. be good. And um, if you're, if you're any, if you have any, if you have a horse in the race, if you have any interest in fireworks, it's almost, you can't afford to not be there because oh, you show. need to you need to know what's going on you need to know what's going on with all this stuff with the with the explosion with the <clears throat> with the coronavirus you need to know if you're going to have product to right. sell so you know it's you know it, much to dino's dismay it's very hyper seasonal and once it's over it's over and then you got to wait another 365 days to do it again and it's also good to to uh, go to the nfa and find out what's going on in the industry i mean right now we have a lot of stuff going on in the industry but we still have problems with the apa and the nfa agreeing on certain things we yeah. have cpsc yeah. regulations and restrictions and uh, different um it never stops yeah so i mean this is uh, I'm kind of glad that we, um, let me rephrase that, I'm not glad. Uh, there's a lot more going on in China that, so now we're not worried about, now we're worried about production. All these companies that were worried about CPSC ruling and all this other stuff, and we should take the metals out of fireworks, they better just be happy to get any fireworks this year. Mm -hmm. So uh, we should focus more on that instead of trying to restrict them from doing what they normally like to do. Yeah, and that's so. that's exactly what I was going to say. It, it causes the people who are maybe making life too difficult and creating drama take the eye off the ball. Now they have to focus again on what's actually truly important, and that's everybody yeah. getting their product and getting it sold on time, and not worried about why are they so worried about yeah. you know obstruct you know just just making everybody's life difficult. So. But yeah, no, they're they're good at making their life difficult, but the thing is, they don't like to make their life difficult. So now they're going to be a little more right. focused on, hey, we just need product, forget about metals. Right. So, right. so hopefully, yeah, they we all join together here, and and also, you know, like I've seen a lot of things on uh, from a few of my vendors, a lot of urging us to make a little video, which I think we will to make a video, uh, just you know, reaching out to the Chinese people and saying, hey, we support you. Hope everything goes well, and you know. And um, so, who's going to do so a video? They're um, <clears throat> they're urging a lot of the companies to you know no, make, we'll make little videos, and we're going to do one too. We're you know, no, we we're going to make on a YouTube. video. Yeah, yeah we'll put it on YouTube, make a little video, but just you know, um, showing our support for our counterparts in China. What was our idea for a video we had today in the car? Oh, two grown men in a red Miata. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Pyros and cars getting sparklers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, John, some news. Uh, Super Bowl, we watched it. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the, uh, who did they beat? San Francisco 49ers. San, San Francisco, oh, yeah. So I, you know what? I'm, it's, uh, this yeah. Alzheimer's is really growing so, on you. Kansas City police, John, said a man died while trying to ignite fireworks during a celebration of the Super Bowl win. Uh, they reported the man was killed Sunday night after attempting to light commercial-grade fireworks in an improvised mortar when one of the fireworks exploded. The victim suffered a catastrophic 
head injury and was pronounced dead at an area hospital. The man's name has not been released. According to KCTV5, alcohol was not involved. Stupidity, no, maybe. Well, once again, it's these people buying, you know, getting their hands on commercial grade fireworks, and they don't know what they're doing with it. It's, it's so sad. And um, I think they ought to watch that more closer than, you know, putting a little metals in consumer fireworks. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no reason you couldn't have, have celebrated the Chiefs' win with a double trouble. You know, yes, what I mean? exactly. <laughs> with with a with a with a fireworks brigade cake, anything, any any class C, you know, one point four yeah. consumer. Once again, real easy. Call me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, John! Record breaking firework attempt coming to Steamboat Springs. You ever been to Steamboat Springs, Colorado? Yes, I have. You have really? Well, yes. Is there a lot of springs in Steamboat Springs? Okay. Yes, and. Um, um, you know, I got caught in that vicious ice storm in uh, Easter over Easter uh, weekend and coming down the mountain as um, when she comes, she'll be coming down. The well, mountain. I got, you know, once you once you start <laughs> heading up the mountain uh, and you run into an ice storm, there's nothing you can do. But, you know, keep going. Bless you. And um, she's just making me think about. Colorado got me cold and sneezing. <laughs> you were you were sneezing at the at the when we were working today because you're writing out all those checks and you told the waitress you were you're oh, allergic. I'm allergic to paying bills. You're allergic to paying bills. Yeah. She thought that was the funniest thing she ever heard. Good of. God. Yeah. So yeah. So anyways, we uh, coming down the mountain. Finally, we got to the first hotel and it was happened to be Steamboat Springs and that's where we kind of stayed. Okay. Oh, you, know what, I, you know what? I think that might have been Glen. Glenwood Springs. We'll have to check that out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big uh, Colorado guy. Yeah. So a uh, team of fanatics, fireworks fanatics, are trying to break a world record for the largest fireworks shell ever. Uh, it's not their first attempt in 2019. Uh, they result, they launched, resulted in a premature explosion of the firework within the underground. Okay. The fountain of fireworks shooting from the surface could be seen for miles. Organizers made some changes to their plan, so they 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 failed last year, and they say they feel really well about their chances of breaking the world record. Um, it's a tinker. This you know how big it is. I well, I think we already did forty-eight inch. So this, this is sixty-two inch. Sixty-two inch. Five hundred pounds heavier than their last attempt, which didn't make it. Uh, the mortar weighs seven tons and will be buried twenty-six feet underground on top of the Emerald Mountain overlooking town. Uh, fireworks will break between a quarter and a half a mile in diameter. It's going to cover a large area in the sky. If all goes well, the show will leave the mortar at more than 300 miles an hour. I hope, like, some guy doesn't get his hands on that. <laughs> <laughs> we use a, they use, well, you'll be happy to know they use a wireless system to launch that firework, and it oh, gives yes. them a lot of protection because they're so far away. Uh, winter Carnival uh, was planned for the Winter Carnival around 8 p.m. on a Saturday. You know what? This is a little old copy. That might have happened already. We'll have to look it up next time. Remind me. Steamboat Springs. We'll have to look that up and All see right. if it actually happened. Um, do you know um, Steve Marson? Um, let's see. Uh, Central Maine Pyrotechnics? Um, not no? offhand, no. Uh, this guy, he's being honored as KVCOC's large business of the year. Here's a pyro guy. He has built his own fireworks business, Central Maine Pyrotechnics, into a regional leader, and he was celebrated at the Kenny Awards in Kenny Valley Chamber of Commerce, a large business guy. 
And uh, what I what made me interested is he talks about passion again, which it's even in our intro, the people in yeah. Passion of Fireworks. Here's a quote for him. The thing is, they took that passion I have for my business and they carried the same passion to doing the displays. He described the people who put on fireworks as performers. Do you think of it as being a performer? Like, are you Dave Grohl? Are you in the Foo Fighters? Are you a performer when you're doing the fireworks? Or, I mean, no, you, you are uh, putting on a show, which I is am. right. I don't feel like a performer because we're always behind the scenes. But uh, what does make me happy is when you see people in the crowds cheering, just like you would if you were a performer and you hear people ch- clapping for you and cheering for you. I don't think it has the same, uh, I don't think it's the same uh, feeling as like what a singer experiences, but I guess it is kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's still it's a nice. rush. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in his first year, he uh, he spent about a hundred grand, imported one shipping container of fireworks. Now he said he imports as many as twenty containers a year, um, and uh, now puts on about three hundred shows a year with a hundred anticipated for the Fourth of July weekend alone. So, congratulations to him. Yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Mount Rushmore, John. Uh, tourism in Mount Rushmore. So there's this big uh, hype now. Uh, fireworks displays, they ended in 2009, but uh, they're talking about um, doing uh, another pyro show at the at Mount Rushmore. Thing is, though, um, they, want it, uh, they want it to be branded. So they want, they're trying to sell, you know, like this, uh, this uh, fireworks display brought to you by the good people of Windows, oh, okay. Apple or whatever. Uh, so they're trying to do that. So, so trying uh, to get someone to sponsor it. Yeah, yeah. Get a satellite truck out there, and uh, you know, just an all good, feel good. And uh, you know, our buddy Trump, we talk about him, but he, we know he does like fireworks, and yeah. we know he always talks about Mount Rushmore. So yeah. uh, maybe that's something yeah. that I think, will happen. I think it will happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amsterdam, John. Uh, Amsterdam. The, um, there were, let's see, a majority of Amsterdam's councillors have backed plans to bring a complete ban on fireworks this year. Uh, the measure, if implemented, goes further than the government, which has agreed to stop consumers setting off rockets and most types of firecrackers during the New Year's celebration. Um, the, the one thing that caught my thing here is um, that there's the mayor of Amsterdam, her name is Femke Halsema. Uh, she said she would do her best to meet the wishes of the council, but said there are many practical problems to overcome, not at least of, and here's a lady you would like, John, not least of these problems is the fact that fireworks sellers have been given, given multiple-year permits to trade. So imagine that. So all these sellers have all these fireworks that they've been given a permit to sell, and all of a sudden, you know, somebody's dog ran under a couch, and next thing you know, you know how it is with the... Yeah. You know, with the uh, all the people on social media, then somebody got a spur in their bonnet and said, "Hey, we got to cancel fireworks." But at least this mayor is thinking about all these people that spent the money. Yeah, on what the about yeah? Yeah, absolutely. I thought that was good. Yeah, I mean, that would be that would be a horrible situation. Yeah, that, well, it's just like what would happen to us. Like if they did say we banned all the metals. Okay, what about all the products we have here now? You mm-hmm. know, what are we gonna do? So. Uh, fireworks uh, explosion, John, in Mexico, right out of Mexico City. Um, cache, fireworks cache exploded, killed two people and critically injured another in a town on the northern outskirts of Mexico City. Male victim died. Um, surrounding area was temporarily evacuated as a precaution. Is that where the fireworks explosion happened the last time? Like the no, fireworks that was market? like to to Palca or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's not the same, but, um, you know, it, it still hits home. Our buddy Oscar, we know yeah. Oscar very well. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a, a sad thing, but hopefully... Um, you know, but you don't see many. You don't. We you never import Mexico fireworks. Mm, no, no, no. So, but they do have a. They, the, 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 your your father is, is astonished by how short 
the Mexican yeah. shows are. They don't. They're not very long. No. Well, you know, let's face it. He's spoiled because he has a performer right here in the family that does everything and makes these big shows. So yeah. Uh, all these shows here are very short. They're, but the fireworks quality has gotten better. We saw some fireworks. It was a great show last we night. We saw some fireworks last night for a wedding at the Waldorf Astoria. And uh, so we actually got to see those last night. And, you know, short but sweet, you know. Right, right. But which is, which is what every wedding should be. I just think that New Year's Eve should be a little bit longer. But, you know, for a wedding, I think that the proper length for that wedding was perfect. Yeah. You know. All right, I think this is Shanghai, John. A total of 29 people have been punished for illegally selling, storing, transporting, or setting off fireworks and firecrackers in 23 cases since the beginning of the year, Shanghai police said Tuesday. Five of the people were detained, could face criminal charges, uh, police said. A man uh, was later caught in uh, where over 1,000 boxes were found, according to police. Um, two other men were found uh, illegally selling fireworks and firecrackers also after information from the public. Two are alleged to have purchased the fireworks out of town and stored them in a bike garage at their home with no fire pre- prevention facilities. Again, not a good idea. Well. It's Shanghai, I yeah. guess. That's Big one. city, they're not, yeah, I want fireworks there, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's face it, big cities where fireworks are illegal is profit for the people like these guys. So, uh, you know. Yeah. My hat's off to a good bootlegger. There you go. Your hat's off. You, 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 you hat's off flat. to a good bootlegger. Right. Johnny Starr, Fireworks Judge. You ready for some Fireworks Judge, John? Yes. All right. This is a kind of a hard story to follow, but I'm going to do my best, so give me a little leeway. The pyro is now entering the courtroom. So, and this is, um, I don't know where this is, um, San Francisco. Uh, A neighbor testified Monday that she told the retired sheriff about her concerns with a 38-year-old setting off fireworks in her neighborhood. Uh, The lady testified she told the sheriff about the encounter, about an encounter along Jefferson Avenue. So here you got a lady complaining her neighbor's got all this fireworks. To a retired sheriff. A retired sheriff, sheriff, not even an active sheriff retired. So this guy must be like another neighbor or someone she knew. Right. So. Uh, the sheriff, prosecutors say the sheriff had a loaded 380 Ruger semi-automatic firearm. When he was frustrated about the fireworks being set off, he approached this guy's home on July 4th. And um, so the sheriff said, all right, I'm going to do something about it. And he goes over. Retired sheriff. The retired sheriff. That's why I'm trying yeah. to wrap my oh, yeah. arms around yeah. this. I see where this is going a already. 380 Ruger. Um, and then there's a video that, that was played for the jurors. This is already going to trial. This happened a couple years ago. Shows the retired sheriff pointing the firearm at the guy who was shooting off the fireworks. Uh, the defense attorney of the guy who was shooting off the fireworks has said outside of the court that the sheriff saw the man discharging bottle rockets that were a danger to residents. Uh, the fireworks have been set off in the neighborhood for months before the 4th of July, uh, he said. Um, so... That's it. Fireworks judge, Don. What, what should the sheriff get in trouble for uh, pointing a loaded 38 okay, so Ruger? The retired sheriff. The retired sheriff yeah. heard from a neighbor yes. that he had fireworks. Yes. So the retired sheriff goes over there with a loaded 38 Luger. Ruger. German. Ruger? Well, it says Ruger, but maybe it's Luger. I think it's it a, might be a typo. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a typo. I'm German a, Luger. I, I sure hope my dad doesn't listen because he, yeah, he would be. German uh, Luger gone. So he goes over, the retired sheriff goes over there, and then basically what he 
stop lighting or I shoot. Yeah, he pointed, he pointed yeah. the gun. It's, I mean, that's got to be a crime to point a loaded weapon at someone. Okay, right? so here's here's how I here's my take on all this. All right. Okay. You know, retired sheriff. You know, has a thing for this. He keeps slipping that retired. Yeah, retired sheriff has a thing for this neighbor. Oh, look at See, that. There's there, a love triangle there's a love going triangle. on here. Oh, I okay. never even thought of that. So now he's that. trying to flex his muscle to, you know, mm-hmm. take care of the retired sheriff's going to take care of the problems of the town, which are the problems of one little neighbor right. that he's trying to get schmoozy with. Mm-hmm. So anyways, he goes over there to flex his muscle, ah. as most police officers try and do, flex their muscles. And show off for the lady. And show off for the lady. Ah, okay. And then, of course... Lady loves big guns, so this guy pulls out his thirty-eight Luger big gun, German Luger, and then he's going to point at a guy for shooting bottle rockets. Yeah. So now one would wonder who the crazy one is. A simple, hey, could you stop with the bottle rockets right, right. before I call a real police officer <laughs> who's not trying to get in bed with this lady friend? You know, it's the real police officer that we pay his, right? You know, that we still pay his salary, right? You know, it's bad enough we're paying the salary for a retired sheriff, right? But now we have a retired sheriff, you know, pointing a loaded gun, you know, and that fake badge. Um, lady loves big gun. I like lady that. Lady loves big. I think this might be. Uh, <laughs> that's the that's the title of the episode. Title of the episode. Yeah, see, lady yeah. loves big gun. <laughs> so lady loves big gun. So um, I wouldn't see. I don't know what is in your brain that that makes you. You like you. You're like you're like Neo in the Matrix. You see through everything. So I just read what's on the paper and I take it verbatim. You you know right away. You go to there's got to be a love triangle. I would have never well, thought no, of that in a million. In years. this case, I mean, I don't always. You know me. I stay away from love triangles. But in this case, this well, is no, a, yeah. I'm not saying you're no, an I, expert in the love triangle. No, I'm department. saying in this case, you can yeah. see clearly. That's yeah. why she's over right. there telling the retired right. guy. Right. You know, if she's such a concerned citizen, why don't you right. call the real police? No, she yeah. calls her a retired friend. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, see, yeah, why wouldn't she just call the real police? Yeah, no, she calls him, Lady yeah. Loves Big Gun, and here comes <laughs> Maverick over there. You know, uh, don't worry about it, miss, uh, I'll, I'll take care of this, because yeah, he wants so. to flex his muscles. So, yeah, I think they ought to, <laughs> first of all, take the gun and fake badge away from Mr. Retired Sheriff, well, yeah. because he's he's abusing, uh, talk about abusing power, Mm-hmm. You know, we ought to impeach this fake sheriff, but um, <laughs> retired sheriff. But anyways, uh, no, he's a retired sheriff. He's a retired so sheriff. I think they should really reprimand him because he is trained not to do silly stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, but I guess maybe he was thinking more with his penis than he's, he was. Yeah, he, well, he's yeah. trying to get in, you know, ladies. He's pants trying to get in, you know. Um, never would have thought of that. Yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, come on, who do, who does that? I no no one yeah you, you simple call the real police or I mean, just go over there. If you were to tell me, let's just say for instance, um, you know, say I was a girl and and um, and you called me uh-huh. to catch a wild dog, right? I would look at you and say. Why wouldn't you call the animal dog control. animal yeah. control? Right, right. What do you call me for? But now if we had a love triangle, I'd say, I'll take care of that. Well, I'd be the girl, but I'll take <laughs> I'll take care of that. So so but you know what I'm saying? It's it's Yeah, it's yeah, you're you're bringing a you're bringing a you're bringing a gun to a knife fight. You know, yeah, yeah, that's I mean, a little over. And 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 he's like I said years ago, that guy's on borrowed time as it is here with this story. So <laughs> that was my line. Yeah, he way back be. when. No, that was my line. I no, said where we were at that part. 
party. Yeah, I right, said no, he's on borrowed time, time to begin is, with. Yeah, because uh, he was he was the boyfriend. The boyfriend. Yeah, that was, that my, was my line. line. Oh, don't steal lines no, you, from our that childhood. That was my line, and uh, you even uh, laughed at it. You're like, I like that line. Then you took no. it and you adapted it as your own. Oh man, now, you I know, got, I, I mean, got a crack. If there was a if, yeah, if there was a judge and jury here, everyone knows who the witty one is. I that's because I set you up. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, yes, I say yeah. I, You know I, what I say to you And as one gentleman to another, I just want to say I really hope he can get Lou Gehrig's disease <laughs> That's what I say to, That's what I say to you There's no way I that, well, I don't I have to, I don't know Oh yeah, I could I could play it back I got a videotape somewhere now <laughs> yeah. uh, It's pretty funny you played a Lou Gehrig's disease And uh, we're not going to mention nothing on air, of course But that was a, a hilarious conversation we had About the, uh, you know Getting pregnant, and I'd take oh, either one God. of those babies. That was uh, hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of the things that you say, I don't know, yes, Joe. I don't I know. know. <laughs> I don't know. But Lou Gehrig's disease is okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's uh, from a movie. Oh, sure. All right, All right John. Hey, uh, we'll take a little break. But uh, what I have to apologize to Pauline. She says every time I do one of these parody songs, I ruin a song for her. So, uh, Pauline, I'm going to have to apologize up ahead. As you can hear, uh, I did another one, John. But this is this is the actual song. You know what this is? This is the Foo Fighters. This is the Foo Fighters. You and I saw them in concert. This is Foo Fighters. Uh, there goes my hero. Actually, this actual song was written about Kurt Cobain. You know, Kurt Cobain killed himself. Yeah. And Dave Grohl was in the Foo Fighters. He was the drummer. Oh, okay. So yeah. So anyway, this is supposedly a song about. Dave about Kurt Cobain killing himself. You know. no, so there, goes right, there goes my hero. Like he's yeah, gone. Yeah, now. there goes yeah. my hero. But he's ordinary. You you put him up on a pedestal, yeah. whatever. So and anyway, I yeah, I hate to uh, I hate to uh, besmirch the good work of Dave Grohl, but it just seemed uh, seemed quite natural. So uh, without any further ado, John, we have another parody song, and this is. There goes my pyro. And then you have the words here. I do have the words if you want to like read the, along as the music can, plays. Yeah. But this is uh, There Goes My Pyro to the tune of There Goes My Hero by Foo Fighters. We'll listen to it. Is it made by our famous singer? Same guy. We made this guy famous. He does a good job for us. Yeah. So he does a really good job for us. And, yeah. and he was he loved this one. I actually have one more that's done that he did an even better job. So but Let's listen to it. Too appealing guys to talk about. Watch the fireworks soar and leave no doubt. Round or both are allowed. Hear that mortar out, cheer it out loud. There goes. 
Well, John, what do you think? I like it. Once yeah. again, the guy does a great job. He does GAD music. Uh, go on Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Look up GAD music on there. Uh, they, they, that's a great resource for people who want to be creative and do stuff. Uh, but things like this or graphic arts or cartoons or animation, whatever you want. But, yeah, Gad, is, he's a great guy. He's easy to work with. And he uh, and where is he? He's in London? He's in England, yeah. yeah. He's in London, England. I... I, I wish he was here because I, you know, I probably could ask him. Does he actually enjoy doing these? Because he's done at least a dozen of them for yeah. now, by now for me. But um, I want to go meet him when I'm in London. That's what I want. Uh, let's both go to yeah. London and meet him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a great guy, and uh, he sings well. He sings them really yeah. good. And then we got the video. The last one we did, the the ACDC. And he remember? looks cool. He looks like a rocker. He looks cool. He looks like, he a, does. He looks like a, a London. He looks like an England rocker. You know? Yeah, absolutely. The long hair. He fits the bill. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but uh, there you go. That's the world premiere of. Uh, my pyro, um, you know, uh, maybe we put some of these on the iPad, and uh, while you're doing the uh, announcing at, P- at NFA, we throw a couple of them on there, see how people react. Yeah, we do right. them at your demo show. People could, love yeah. it. Yeah, people love them. All right, uh, TikTok. We're going to do a couple goofy stories, and then we'll be done. TikTok, you know what that is, John? It's some new app. It's like taking the place of Snapchat or whatever. I don't know. You know, it's one of these things where people, kids yeah. look at the videos or whatever. So have you heard about this? This is a new TikTok uh, phenomenon. Uh, guys have been dipping their testicles into things because there was a report that your testicles have taste receptors. So people have been dipping their testicles into, like, soy sauce, and they're claiming that they could taste it. Um, You know, uh, salty, sweet. Uh, Taste receptors, the proteins responsible for our ability to taste salty, sweet, and bitter foods aren't just present in our tongues. Recently, researchers are finding them present all over the body from the mouth to the anus, literally. Taste receptors have been found in the stomachs, intestines, pancreas, lungs, uh, blah, blah, blah. But one of the things, they found them in their testicles. So these people on TikTok have taken it to the nth level, and uh, they're, they're dipping, their, um, dipping their testicles in a bunch of stuff. But, uh, you know, the experts say that you absolutely cannot taste through your testicles. But... Um, you know, I think these people are just you know looking for a good time, and they're gonna. I think they're trying to ruin some soy sauce. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ruin a perfectly. Yeah, good. I mean, uh, I mean, you know how much soy sauce you got to put in a bowl or get and dip them in there? Like, I mean, yeah. I'm just picturing like a, you know, I don't know. That's yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, I think there's a lot more better things you do, you know, with testicles and put them in soy sauce. But yeah, yeah. who am so, I to speak? Uh, so, some some expert says these are not taste buds. They do not activate the gustatory cortex in the brain a food and nutritious scientist from the University of Newcastle in Australia. She sounds like she knows what she's talking about. So um, let's just stop dipping our junk in yeah, soy sauce. I, so I did get a pair of those underpants that we talked about way back when with the, with the ding sling. I, it's I a, love it's, them. Speaking of testicles. But I, you're the okay. one that calls them underpants. I call them underwear. Well, you oh, know, whatever, underwear, yeah. underpants. So. Underwear, yeah. I don't know where his underpants comes from. Why, I'm gonna, don't you, why don't you call them undies? Undies. Well, maybe. Uh, I'm going to show you a little picture here, John. You know what this guy is doing? So he's naked, completely naked. He's laying down, and he's got his toes in his hands, and he's uh, assuming the position, uh, you know, he's laying on his back. He's got his perineum, uh, that's like your taint area. He's got his perineum up, uh, pointing up to the sky. Uh, Perineum sunning, John, is the latest insanity wellness influencers swear by 
Uh, hottest trend gripping wellness diehards is tanning their cans or perineum sunning, as the influencers are calling it. A mere 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole, you'll receive more energy from this e- e- electric node than you would in an entire day being outside. And plus, if you want to show off your soy sauce stained gonads, yeah. it's a good way yeah, to do my it. God. Uh, so, at first, I thought, because um, we were talking about the um, doing yoga, so at first that's I right. thought we he were was, talking about. Doing I thought he yoga was yoga. doing a yoga yoga position, which he looks very flexible. It it might looks, be. He looks like he's. It looks like a little. It looks like a plastic doll. I mean, it doesn't even yeah. look like a real person. It, it looks lo- like almost a, looks like the hippie. Uh, and it looks like a little ba- a boy, like a little baby. It does guy. look like a little baby. I mean, or, yeah, you know, yeah. It doesn't look real. I mean, look now at that his, you say it. Look at his legs are so short. As I, I mean, he doesn't look real. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. but um, I maybe guess. maybe uh, for picture purposes, they. Drew this image, and you know, because who's going to pose naked for this, you know? But um, right, if you care to do that, um, you know, here, sun, uh, you'll have sun over here on my uh, terrace at about seven forty, and you know, I'm not going to be up till eleven. So, so go feel ahead. free if feel you want to get your thirty seconds of fame up there. I mean, I feel sorry <laughs> for the neighbors. Uh, I don't. Something tells me you're not going to be able to get in this position. No, but, um, no. I'm. You know, I need so, a, I need the jaws of life and, and a jackhammer. And I kind of think you it. might be even shading some of that area just <laughs> with other parts of your body. I don't really know. My, my, you think my nads hang that low? Uh, no, I just think that maybe your uh, legs, are legs are too big. Be, I yeah, think there you something's going to be. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Had, you Had know. we all known ahead of time, me, you, and Oscar could have, like, done that face-to-fireplace while Louie lit it, and we would have got a, yeah, yeah. a flash tan right we'd there get, from yeah, Louie. We'd, we'd get a lot of... Uh, <clears throat> Louie got a lot of energy from it. He did. I never seen him, you know... <laughs> a lot of energy going off of that fire. Yeah. Wow, it's a fire. <laughs> well, you know how our, our buddy Babalu likes, uh, you know, he 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 likes... Uh, Babalu, I love Babalu, that. yeah. He likes, you know, he likes cars and, you know, and fast things. So he had asked us because he always thinks that, you know, we're rich and he's poor. He said if we could maybe get him something that goes from zero to 180 in a couple seconds. And me and you chipped in and got him a scale. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where do you come up with these? Uh, John, ex-coach, suing the NFL. Speaking of halftime, suing the NFL over the Super Bowl halftime. And I'm using my fingers as double quotes. Porn show. Uh, this guy's a pastor in central Ohio, um, and he's looking to take on the NFL, Fox, and Pepsi in a lawsuit over what he calls crotch-grabbing performance resembling what many considered a simulated public orgy on stage. This guy says, I think we ought to go sit down in the courtroom and present this as evidence of how whoever is keeping me from getting into the kingdom of heaven. Uh, I turned to watch a football game, not a pole dance, they penetrated the sanctity of my home. He blames the 50-year-old Jennifer Lopez and 43-year-old Shakira for forcing sexual imagery on young boys and their unappreciative parents. I don't know. I'm a parent, and I was pretty appreciative. I called my son, who's at the University of Michigan, uh, what he, what him and his dorm buddies thought of um, the, the Super Bowl, and all they could talk about was the halftime show, yeah. apparently. So, I mean, come on. This guy suing the NFL... It, it, I got I got a, a simple solution. If you don't like the halftime show, turn it off. Well, no, that part is true. But here's what here's what I agree. You were going to agree with this guy. Well, the part I'm going to agree with is, you know, well, we haven't had too many cases of it lately. But there for a while it was going crazy uh, with those uh, lawsuits against, you know, men. Uh, what do you call it? Like. Um, <laughs> 
men making sexual comments towards women oh, and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, we got that what the we got Me that too. Harry Weinstein guy on trial. Harvey now. Weinstein. Harvey Wein- Weinstein. Yeah, Weinstein. Another Jewish guy. But anyways, <laughs> we just put him into classification of you know another one. So yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, we had him. We had the um, we had another news commentator. There were so many. I mean, there for a while, it was like, right. But that's my whole point. If you put on a show like that and you portray yourself like that, don't blame the guy if he goes a little too far and says something sexual or you know. See, now I would really have a hard time now if Jennifer Lopez you know, comes out with a lawsuit against someone because they uh, said something inappropriate or they... Oh, yeah. Well, you know well, what I'm saying? It's I don't like, think she would. No, well, but I'm just saying, you you know, you portray yourself in this matter. You're, you know, what I call you're winding up the old man. So, you know, you're winding him up. I think that's another of my quotes, yeah, wind up the old well, man. Right. Oh, quote, you give it to you me. Know? All right. I think I actually got no, that No, that's definitely Paul. your quote. But <laughs> okay. anyways, you You'll know, when you, when you do one. stuff okay. like that, I mean... <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, if women really want to uh, get away from that, then they have to, they got to project themselves in a different behavior. Right. But these are entertainers. I, I mean, I get it. Well, what suits them, you know, I mean, Frank Sinatra didn't grab his crotch. He sang songs his whole no, life. No, but Elvis shook his pelvis. Uh, but, ooh, uh, look you, at you. you. <laughs> Elvis shook <laughs> his pelvis. I'm sure that's uh, a lyric what? to some song. I, I, but I that mean, could be another name for the podcast, but <laughs> I like mine better. You, I like yours better. Well, I'm just I, saying. I, I, I mean, I mean, I the history of music, the sexuality has always been used to sell music. I, for one, was completely happy to see no, Shakira I, and J-Lo. Shakira's I, been doing that her whole life. I'm just yeah, saying. So is J-Lo. But yeah, I mean, exactly. So I'm. But, you know, on the flip side, don't be, don't try and sue a guy because of something he said well, or did or in, what you started. In J-Lo and Shakira's defense, they're not suing anybody. Well, we don't know guy. yet. Look but, at Connie Chung. She <laughs> waited 70 years. Well, can't you, don't you just see my point if you don't like the way the Super Bowl halftime show is shaping up, just turn it off. I, I agree. But you know what? It's, it's. It's I don't know it's it's not easy to do right. shut it off in your house. Right. Well, you know I, mean? I I think we can maybe agree to disagree on this one, but yeah. I, I think we kind of I think no, I, agree. I think you I agree. The I think we're show. saying the same no, thing. No, common, I, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. But you're what? just you're just you just want to make sure that it's a fair, clean, you know, level playing. Well, it's, it's okay to shake yourself like that into stardom, right? But when something happens, now you want to blame somebody. Right. That's my point. Yeah. Okay. You know. All right. Well, like Connie Chung, not to I, mention. I don't know what happened to her. Well, you know, she came out after like seven years saying how she was sexually abused. Oh. But she did whatever she did, and she gets up to the top, and now she's retired. Now she wants to talk about it. Well, you didn't talk about it before when you needed that stardom. So, you know, it's just like, you know, I used to say about Paris Hilton. She loved the limelight. But then if you see these movie stars on the street and they don't want to talk to you or they don't want to be bothered, I think it's wrong because you needed us to get up the ladder. And now when you get up the ladder, you don't, right. want, to be, you don't want to be bothered in public. I think that goes with the job. Well, yeah. You're, that's you're, my that's, point. Yeah, okay. You know, we're going you, off on a Yeah, but I'm saying you go to, well, it's the same type of thing. You go yeah. to a Christmas Eve party, you're a banker, and someone wants to talk to you about banking. Can't blame him. You said you're a banker. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So I, that's my yeah, all right. my point is they they it was a great show. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I could see how some people would be offended, but I also 
would be more offended if I found out Shakira O'Neal or what's it? Shakira. 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 Yeah. It's not Shaquille not, O'Neal. Not Shaq. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shakira. That would be a whole yeah, different Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> show. Yes. <laughs> He'd be shaking his pelvis. Yeah. There you but, go. Um, but I would really be. Uh, I would really be uh, offended, like if these two, like fifteen years later, said how they were sexually abused. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think Shakira or J Lo is ever going yeah. to complain. Well, that I'll be here sexually. on the podcast to to, you're, you're to blast them if they do. Episode, you know, three hundred and eighty. Episode three eighty. If they come out, <laughs> I'll be here to blast them. All right. I know uh, we know a couple people with boats. I know you've always enjoyed boats, John. Uh, some a little word to the wise. Man pumps 30 gallons of fuel into wrong hole on the boat. The Florida hazmat team had to be called out Monday. This was back on February 12th. A uh, man had to be called out Monday. I'm sorry, let me start over. A Florida hazmat team had to be called out Monday after a boat owner got his holes confused. I'm thinking maybe that's why they call boats a she, maybe. There's some joke there, right? Getting your hole confused. <laughs> the um, un- unidentified, well, here, wait, you know what? Well, this is a good in- one here. Let's do what would Johnny do? All right. The, the oh, un- I know exactly my what? answer. <laughs> Johnny. The unidentified Orlando resident was attempting to refuel his 18-foot boat at a 7-Eleven when he apparently mistook the vessel's fishing pole holder for the gas tank. According, I, I don't, I've never owned a boat, and I very rarely go on boats, but I, I, I'm safe to declare, I feel safe in declaring that I would never mistake the fishing pole holder for the gas tank. According to officials... Uh, so instead of filling the tank, the man pumped more than 30 gallons of fuel directly into the boat's cockpit. After discovering his mistake, he made the situation even worse by, I hope he didn't light a cigarette, even more volatile by putting another $40 worth of gas into the gas tank. So he, he filled the boat with, with gas in the wrong hole, and then he decided to put some gas in the right hole. Uh, and then he wanted to go about his business, but uh, what would Johnny do if you found a bunch of gas on your boat? Well, first of all, doesn't he realize? <laughs> I don't know what he realized. that you need a key to open up the gas cap on a boat. No, well, so just seeing an open hole on a boat which holds a fishing pole, mm-hmm. you don't put it in. But what he should have done was, you know, like uh, our good buddy Tommy did when, you know, Tommy bought a boat, he called Bubaloo to help him. What I was going to say. <laughs> and see, obviously, this man should have called our buddy Bubaloo because Bubaloo is an experienced boater and would know where to put the gas. I know, but I've been, you and I have been with Bubaloo on his, he should name his boat Bubaloo, by he the way. He should name it. We've been with Bubaloo on his boat in the uh, Fox River in, uh, you know, suburban Illinois. Yes. And I'm not surprised that there are people who don't know how to boat being boaters, to be honest with you. But this is in Florida. Well, that's the whole chain. Yeah. I mean, first of all, a guy with an 18-foot boat in Florida, that's a new boater. I mean, that's, Yeah, you it's know, not a very large boat, right? Yeah, I mean, in in, terms. I mean, this is most people's dinghy in Florida, you know. All right. And then, you know, getting gas at a 7-Eleven just cracks me up. Only in Florida you can get gas for a boat at 7-Eleven. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, he's must probably... Be, yeah, underwater. Yeah, it must be underwater. Or, or he I might, was thinking it was on his trailer. trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. he could do that, too. Yeah, with a boat that size, yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, this guy should be... Um, once again, they everyone every boater should educate themselves by going to boating school. Obviously, mm-hmm. the 18-foot 
boat owners think they know everything. So your recommendation, what would Johnny do is go to go Send to him to class. Go to captain class. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, that's a, that's a, yeah. For once, we have some good advice from Johnny. Stop. Yeah. Send him, all my advice is good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why they call the show, What Would Johnny Do? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'd, that's because you'd give him some half. Oh, you'd give him man. some half full advice, some I, negative. I would stuff. tell him to hire a lawyer to fill yeah, the boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'd say, "Well, that man should have a pilot on the boat." Yeah, he should have uh, a captain. Yeah, you need a lawyer, an accountant, and maybe yeah. some guy to do an. E- now we need to do an EPA. We need to do a phase yeah. one. Yeah, you're gonna do. You'll be ripping the guy's carpeting up on his boat doing a phase one. And then if he's saying this is hazmat, <laughs> and this is, then it's going to cause something to do with his lungs. Oh, yeah, oh, you'd have, yeah, this it, poor guy will kill himself. One more, what would Johnny do, Don? Ancestry.com. You know uh, Ancestry.com. I know uh, it all too well. Do you? You've been on, you're on this thing? No. You're not. Well, good, good, because I'm going to tell you a horror story. One of my, a uh, person I've known for decades uh, told me, um, he's a customer of mine, actually. So, uh, you know some other products that this company has? Ancestry. Findagrave.com, newspapers.com, findagrave. That's kind of cool. You just go in there, find a grave, I'm imagining. So anyway, uh, Ancestry.com, $683 million in revenue. uh, Started in 1990, good company, Brigham Young graduates. Um, they started it from the back seat of their founder's car. Con- they, they sold some floppy disks, and they They're making to- ancestry right there in the back seat of a car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, so one of my customers, this is what happened to him. Uh, he told me the other day when I saw him. He said, "I I went to I went to sleep Saturday morning, thinking I had one kid. He has one kid. She's like maybe early high school. He goes, I woke up on Sunday morning. I found out I'm a grandfather." It's like, really, how that happened? So um, because his daughter was interested in seeing, you know, where her ancestry was and all that stuff, her daughter um, went on this Ancestry.com. However, they got her DNA, however it is. I don't know how it works. I'm not on it either. Got the DNA, and they, you know, sent back a thing saying she's this, this, and this, or whatever, and it was cute. So but this guy who's probably in his mid-40s, he got an email from Ancestry.com saying, hey, does this name sound familiar? It was some girl that he dated when he was in his late teens, early 20s probably. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I dated her back in Chicago at the time, blah, blah, blah. Well, we have someone here claiming that they could be your son. Would you be interested in communicating with him? So he said, yeah, sure, why not? Turns out, you know, this guy, my, the, my friend, my customer, didn't know you know, he dated this girl, he, whatever, they had a fling over a summer. He didn't even know that she was pregnant, and this lady moved to Colorado, and, you know, she, apparently, she was, she didn't even know it was this guy's kid. She thought it could have been someone else's, and she didn't like the guy, so she had the boy, she had the kid, but she never, didn't think it was the guy I know. She thought it was the other guy, but they didn't want any support, and they just went on their way. You know, fast forward 35 years later, whatever it is, now my, my buddy wakes up and finds out he's got a, not only does he have another kid, he's got a grandkid. Wow. So that's pretty, that's pretty intense. 
I just pray in tongues. My hat's off to the woman for going her on her merry way and didn't hold anyone responsible yeah. for her late night binge yeah. party drinking and everything I mean, else. That would that would be but, a scary email to get. Well, you know, um, makes people think twice about putting their DNA in that thing. Well, you know, my thing. brothers did that. You know, so yeah, and um, I knew you had a history with this. That's right. That I, yeah, I wanted to so bring my up brothers wanted to find out their real parents. They went on this ancestry.com and they found out right because your brothers are adopted. Yeah, and they found out that. Um, that uh, you know, they found their, you know, they found new cousins. They found uh, some other siblings and all, and um, you know, <clears throat> I don't know what to say. I mean, I you know, you in this world with all this free information out there. I mean, just hope there's no scams coming down the road. You know, next thing you know, you know, you meet your cousins and family. Next thing you know, they'll start asking you for money because, yeah, you know. I mean, I'm just saying yeah. there's so many scams yeah. out there like this. And all of a sudden, Ancestry.com contacts this guy. Would you be interested in meeting your son? And I'm not saying this is a hoax. I'm just saying that right. so many scams out there on the Internet and so many scams. I just hope that Ancestry.com doesn't fall into right. a scam predicament by some other guy on the Internet claiming to be right. whatever. Right. And then, right. you know. Because uh, that could be scary. Yeah, and what your brother or brothers did, it kind of put a little stress on everybody's relationship with that whole thing. So it's it's a little awkward and creates maybe a little extra added tension where, you know, it's hard for me and you certainly to talk about it because we're not adopted. Yeah. So, you know, we don't know what would drive somebody to, you know, to do that, what the need is, or, you know, because we can't speak to that. But, you know, it could create some difficulty with the rest of the family yeah i mean especially after you know i mean you know things change yeah. and when you're right. if you're you know when something happens when you're young and you flip-flop back and forth to parents it's like that's no good either like you know uh trying to play one against the other uh as you do it when you get older it's great uh to find out about the health you know your your health issues that might be prone to is there cancer in your family you know we can answer these questions where they couldn't so that's really good uh you know, I think at the worst part, you certainly want to, you don't want to all of a sudden forget your family for your new family or your new family right. that gave you up, right. you know, I mean, right. so there's a, there's a lot of issues there, but, um, I mean, it's, it's great, but yeah, I would, um, I'm not putting my DNA anywhere. <laughs> in the no. little, in the little test tube we got last no. night at the speakeasy. I know. Well, that was funny. <laughs> You know, you can so you can use these jokes on some of the Mexican people because they never heard them before. Well, yeah, you're, you know. they're like a clean slate. To yeah, you. clean yeah. slate. Blank to slate. Me. Blank yeah. slate. Yeah, you know, blank <laughs> slate. Yeah. <laughs> In I Chicago, mean, they just look at you like that. You're lady bust out laughing when I she said, was a very there's good my waitress. mother. Yeah, I mean, she was she was completely a, cracked. She up. was a very good waitress. She was she was so kind yeah. and sweet, and she she was very kind to us. But yeah, no. So that was good. But <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, the test tube, <laughs> the test tube shots, and I'm going, mom. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, John, it's uh, it's time to end yeah. it. We've been doing a long time. Uh, we hope again, once again, we see everybody who can make it down to Columbus, Georgia, um, at the beginning of uh, March, March first through the fourth or something like that, right? Yep. Columbus, Georgia, come down to NFA. If you're thinking about selling fireworks, or you're thinking about tra- starting to sell fireworks. We just want to meet people that love fireworks. If you have whatever it is, you should come down, support the NFA because they do a lot of good work for a lot of good people. Also, it could help you out. There's no this, no reason for you not to be yeah, there. Yeah, and, in the and this um, this is a new, you know, let's point out this NFA is only a second year. 
Right. Uh, Usually it's only in the fall. Yeah, it's always yeah. in it's always in September. Not as uh, this is right. a, a second um, venue that they start doing two years ago. So it'll right. be the second year. Right. But this one is really going to be. Um, this could be very helpful to a lot of people in the pyro industry. Come out, see the demo, see something you like. Try and gobble that merchandise up because um, you're going to be uh, waiting a long time. Yeah, come see us. We'll have some metal signs to hand out. Yeah, we got um, some metal signs. No we t-shirts this time. We're going to save that for episode 100. We'll save that for the fall. Yeah, all right. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but then uh, have some more metal signs, and uh, you'll have other metal signs and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, looking forward to and it. And they can maybe stop by at a booth and get on the air too with us. Absolutely, yeah, we'll interview gonna... anyone, anyone who wants to talk to us about fireworks or, or any goo or dipping, what your, nights are dipping we doing? your testicles in soy sauce. We'll maybe we'll have a little little. I don't uh, know if we're going to... Tupperware bowl of soy yeah, sauce I don't think there. Gonna, no, yeah, no. I don't think we're going to do that. My, but I, mine don't hang low enough. I'd have to, I, I'd have to like, squat in it. I'd have to... Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd yeah. have to... Uh, that's a, a lot of... I mean, I couldn't even imagine filling up so much soy sauce to get mine in there. So, yeah. I no, mean, it would be... Yeah. They, when it doesn't soy sauce discolor stuff, too, you have, like, brown... You look like your father out there. Well, if it did, I'd use it on my <laughs> hair. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, no. Uh, we'll 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 play it by ear. You and I said uh, we would talk to Steve Hauser. Maybe we'll try and call him tomorrow. So we're gonna probably do uh, at least one. At podcast least no, we'll or do two. two. We'll two do podcasts two podcasts from out there. We'll do two. That'll put us in ninety-two, and then we do one a month, and then we do three in Fargo, which should get us right around ninety-eight, yeah, ninety-nine. So we'll do it a hundred. It'll be at the NFA. All right, perfect. That'll so be good. yeah, so but we look forward to seeing everyone. We hope we see you all at NFA. Uh, if not. You know, but you should be there. But if, if 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 you have to be excused, listen to us, and we'll bring you some good interviews with some good pyros out there. And we'll we'll also try and report on the overall feeling with the climate, what's going on with fireworks. Because this is a, I mean, I don't know. I've just got into this recently, especially since you and I started doing this podcast. But is there always as much drama in fireworks? Whether it's a CPSC, no, it's, it's getting worse it's every getting year. Worse. But this is like the perfect storm. This is. So I yeah. feel like wow. I, I, either I picked a good time, or maybe it's me. You know, maybe it's me. <laughs> I, you know, I was—I wasn't gonna say yeah. nothing, but <laughs> the thought go. has yeah, crossed I, my yeah, mind. <laughs> I've been known to be a little bit of a gloom and doom and yeah. Gulliver's Travels, yeah. So, and plus, what we got to look forward to is a lot of good songs about Georgia. So we'll have a new opening. Oh, Double, that's Double good. went down to Georgia. So yeah, that's one of my favorite great, songs. I love yeah. that song. So yeah, that, I do that'll too. that'll figure prominently. So, with that said, John, been a good one. Yep. See you Talk guys to later. you later. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah.